start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Episode 141. Oh, wait, we said we were going to call them installments. Installment 141 of the White Or you Cat could Out. say the, the 141st installment. 141st That sounds pretty official. Yeah. Welcome to this 141st installment of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Uh, yeah, welcome, 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 welcome. And uh, we're going to do something for the who's next... All, who's all here? Oh, well, they heard you because you're really stupid and tom's here too yes i am we're happy to have you happy to be here yeah and for the next couple weeks maybe three four weeks because we got about that much time before first day of deer season opens up here in pa in new york um we're gonna kind of break apart our seasons into little groups first couple weeks of the season middle couple weeks of the season last couple weeks of the season and uh probably have my dad on when he gets back from alaska talk about his alaska trip right before deer season so that's what you can expect the next few weeks so make sure you're tuning in for that i also got a lead on a potential client that's with your dad or it is a client but potential to have him on because we've never seen the other side of like we always talk to your dad who's the guide mm-hmm. we've never been able to bring uh one of his clients on. Oh, one of his clients? Yeah. Who? Can't say because oh. nothing's well, in stone. After. Yeah. Okay. Secrets. Secret. So there's that. Yeah, that would be, that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, it'd be cool to have them both. You yeah, know? that would be very cool. Even better if they get a bear. I'm. I can guarantee that's gonna happen. Let's see. Yeah. So, Frank, this first uh, installment that we're doing on our strategies um about how long are you considering uh this first part that you're going to be that you how you'll be approaching your hunts i typically call like the beginning of the season until about october 20th mm-hmm. i think that's about when i start to see some real changes start to happen the weather usually starts to cool off a fair bit at that point because we get a lot of like 70 degree days early in october it's still pretty warm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I usually somewhere around the middle of October. Yeah, I'm, that's when the weather's changing. You it starts to feel more like fall. You're getting a little closer to the rut. It's pre-rut sort of at that point. So that's where I kind of make my line for when I want to start thinking about changing up how I'm approaching things. Gotcha. So Tommy, let's. Uh, you're you're known to shoot big bucks. Um, What's what's the first you know? Tom's not known for getting it done early though. I mean, he. I, I don't know that I've shot a big buck early. I'm usually like a. 
All right, so how the one about... I shot last year was the twentieth. Let's hear what you got to say, and then we'll let the masters talk. <laughs> no, okay, so uh, I'm just gonna talk all night then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, well, like you said, you got one on the t- on the twentieth last year. Um, but what are what are the first couple weeks of the season look like for you? So that way we know not to do that. Yeah, this year I'm gonna do something weird, oh, man. something I haven't done before, something I've talked about not doing. <laughs> but something I'm going to try out. So a couple weeks ago, I think me and Nick mentioned on the podcast that we were recording late last Wednesday because we were hanging a stand. Mm-hmm. In this stand, I can get to it from the road. I can hop in the creek at the road and get to this stand, I don't know, what would it be, about a 200 and some change yard walk through the I, I was leaning closer to the 250 to 300, but, you yeah. know, not very time. far. Yeah. yeah, Right to the tip of this swamp where big bucks are known to bed right there early bow season. So you're going to dive right in. I might. Thing. I might. I'm thinking about it. If Where it is, if I you can You seem get, pretty giddy about it. If I can get the right wind... I can walk in with my face in the wind the entire time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get in there early. I'm mm-hmm. talking like hour five and a half o'clock. to two hours. Yeah, four mm-hmm. five o'clock in the morning. Early. But that that's worked for me. So Tom's taking the old page out of my playbook. Yeah. So I mean, typically I don't hunt the bedroom really ever, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people have had success early season hunting the bedroom. Our buddy. That we had on the podcast, Luke Moyer shot his big buck midday mm-hmm. in the bedding area, opening day. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I, I, I so that's just gonna be like a one-time deal. Or I'm gonna anytime you no, have the right no, wind. No, 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 no. I'm giving myself one chance. Okay, early archery season. I'm gonna wait for the wind to be just so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna sneak in there. It's got to be a morning, got to be a morning uh, with the right wind. So that's going to be tough because I only have Saturdays. So if I don't get a Saturday with the right wind, your host ain't going to happen. Then come the rut, I think it's going to be a great spot. I think Bucks are going to be cruising there. Uh, There's some nice pinch points, travel corridors. Well, we're not talking about the rut. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying early archery, I'm just going to hunt it one time if the wind In the morning? One time. I might sit there all day. Because I don't want to be jumping if, in and out. In and out, yeah. What about like wind changing throughout well, the day? Well, if the wind changes, then I'll I'll move. Because I mean, to be honest, there's and that's one thing I never really understood about, or I guess never realized about all day sits is I don't think I've ever once sat in a tree all day and the wind didn't shift. Mm-hmm. Like pre- the predominant wind. Yeah, you'll get shifts the here and there, that, but they always it, end up coming right back to the yeah. predominant wind. But if you sit there for twelve hours, it may it's start long it, enough for the weather to move. Yeah, um, and that's one thing that my all day sits in the past couple of years have changed to being in the woods all day. Or, but you may need to adjust. I, your I make I, I make a change throughout the day. Um, I still dedicate the entire day to hunting, but I, it for me is tough to justify sitting in one place for the entire Unless day. Unless you have a pinch the, point with the wind that is or working if for the you. Wind is good with a 
west, northwest, or southwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, any but western component, do, you're before good. Before we get too far off this, we are getting into the rut and different things. Um, We're just talking about wind. 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 Yeah. Wind. Um, but so you've told us about one hunt that you're going to have in the early season. I know being Mr. Tommy Sobes, you're going to have a lot more. What's yeah. the rest of those scenarios? Like what, what's your strategy for the yeah. rest of those? If you scenarios? can't get into that spot. What are you doing? Food and traveled corridors from bedding to food. How close? Like, so you're talking deer trail food. Yeah. Most of the time I sit right on the food. People say a lot, you know, big bucks won't come out into a food plot in daylight. That's bullshit. I think it's baloney, especially early season. Yeah. Especially. Especially early season. I think maybe high-pressured areas, You, that may be true, but I think well, people have to take a look at the farm or the property that they're hunting and assess that for themselves. Yeah. Uh, the Any food plot I'm hunting, you can't even see it from the road. Yeah. A I'm lot the, of them are way back in the woods. Mm-hmm. I'm the so, same way. The main bean field that i hunt it's a few hundred yards off the road you got to get back there's you can't see it from yeah the road. cars it's, driving by can't see it yeah um but yeah i've seen probably early archery season more mature bucks out in a field or out in a food plot than i have back in the timber mm-hmm. i would agree with that and i don't know if that's just because i typically i'm going to give away what i usually do um I usually spend the first few weeks of the season on that bean field that I just mentioned or other food sources. Rarely am I dipping into the woods uh, unless it's like just off to try to, if I see something coming into the fields too late or in a certain spot and I want to try to cut it off, I'll get in the woods just a little bit off off the food. But I typically spend my first few weeks hard on an ag field or a food plot before, you know, after the 20th comes around and then I start to move around, but we'll talk about that later. But that's how I usually attack it. So that may be why I don't see all that activity, like bigger bucks in the timber, because I don't spend a lot of time there in the early season. But why would you, if you're seeing big bucks out in the field? Yeah. Why it's like, why don't leave fish to find fish? Don't, leave big bucks to find and i think if you can you know hunt the food on the outskirts of the property and not go into the middle of the property early archery season and put your scent all over the middle of your land i Mm. think you're doing yourself a lot of good yeah i agree uh another thing i really like to do and this is i've had best luck with this in the mornings is apple orchards in the mornings Mm -hmm. early archery season yeah i don't know what it is they can't get enough. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to typically I got one stand we call it Don's food plot. That's really it's not really a morning spot. It's a it's a great evening hunt. Um we don't really have any big apple orchards out at the farm. But I can guarantee if I have the right wind the first evening I'm going to be at Don's food plot cuz mm-hmm. that that's a food plot. It's turnips, radishes and clover. It's probably 400 yards off the road or more, uh, surrounded by uh, oak hardwoods on the bottom side and thick, nasty red brush, goldenrod, pricker bushes mm-hmm. on the top of it. So it's this little food plot in the Secluded. middle of yeah, 
it's even secluded from the field that it's in because it is part of a bigger field. Yeah. But there's kind of like a hedgerow between it and the big field. Then you have the oaks and the slashing. So and it's a bunch of there's that big goldenrod section in between the beans. So I mean, it's just it's ideal. Mm-hmm. And I right now I have a cell cam on it, and deer are out there at noon, one o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock in the afternoon. They're just all the time. Yeah, it's right on the edge of bedding, so they they feel comfortable getting out of their bed, walking a hundred yards, mm-hmm. getting a quick bite, and then going right back to bed. So, mm-hmm. and I tell you what. It's a good spot during the rut, too. I know we're not supposed to be talking about the rut until a later episode. It's tough to not talk about. But there's always doe there. And when I'm hunting the rut, I'm hunting the does. you got to hunt where the does are. Mm -hmm. And so many times I've been hunting a food plot during the rut, and there's does out there, and here comes a buck Mm -hmm. to go harass those doe. Mm -hmm. So that's just me. Yeah. Well, Nick is kind of... I don't want to say 100% off of what we do, but you've killed a lot of deer early in the season, the first week even, first I, day. I, so I've never, you three years it, in a row, I did it opening opening day. Yeah, and you do it in the timber. You, you're you not hunting food sources like Tom and I. No, um, and, I, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why, Frank. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so uh, I have a little bit different school of thought, and, and it's just because of my experiences. Um, I get bored a little bit um, or frustrated. I'm kind of a mix between the two. Um, hunting food plots uh, in early season because of the opportunity that like I can see deer that I can't shoot. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that like that's you know that you guys are wrong for hunting food plots, but I it eats at me seeing deer that I can't kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and to avoid that, I move into the timber and a higher percentage of the deer I see are in range. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that has nothing to do with like um, thinking I'm better. Like I have like better odds better like or like better odds killing yeah. in the woods. It's more of to keep me interested. Yeah. Um, well, that's why I like just to kind of go off of what you're saying to spin off of that. That's why I like hunting those things because you can see, you see this deer coming. It's 300 yards away. You can't shoot it, but you're adding a piece to the puzzle of where that deer is traveling. Yeah, and I'm not so I'm not denying there. that. It's just yeah, just, for me pers- like my attention span or whatever like yeah. I don't like seeing deer that I can't shoot. Mm-hmm. It, that's just Drives something about me. Yeah. Um so anyway, the way I approach it, I don't dive into the center of mm-hmm. the farm or whatever property I'm hunting. I don't think that that's wise to do, but what I do try to do is understand that in the mornings, typically, you know, throughout the night, your bucks and your does are going to be on food sources. Typically, if you're in an area that's heavy with ag, mm-hmm. they're probably going to be out in fields. Yeah. Uh, so for my morning hunts, I like to get in stupid early. Um, Tom knows that, like, and you guys both know, like, mm-hmm. I, I do like to be in super early um, if I didn't drink too much the night before. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, gen- general rule, I like to be in at least an hour closer mm-hmm. to an hour and a half before the sun comes up. And the reason I do that is because I want the deer to still be out in the field when I'm getting in. I want plenty mm-hmm. of time for Once everything to settle, to settle down. down. Yeah. And I just want to be not, I don't want to be far off of that food source, but I want it. I'm trying to think of how to explain this, but basically when they 
as it starts to get bright and they leave the fields and head back to bedding, mm-hmm. I want to intercept them between. Yeah. I don't like to sit right on bedding because I, I think it's easy to screw things up. Yeah, uh, I'm not a master when it comes to hunting. I feel like I can easily screw up bedding areas, so I don't like to be too close to them. Mm-hmm. So I try to find heavily used trails uh, that are between like food and bedding. And that's where I have had most of my success in the mornings was just catching deer coming back off of fields. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I just, I think a key to my success early mornings um, at the beginning of the year is being in there super early. I don't think you can achieve that by walking in a half hour early. Yeah. It's just my opinion. Um, yeah, because you do have a. If you're only a half hour early, there's a good chance that you're going to intercept something and jump something, have a deer snorting at you. Or I've had plenty of deer that have come through before I could shoot. Yeah, like you know, even if I'm in there an hour and a half or more early, like I think the earliest I've ever been in was maybe two hours, mm-hmm. and I've had plenty of deer where I can hear them coming through that I can't see, and they're no more than thirty yards in front of me. Yeah. Um. So I think if you're coming in any later than you know, just like that, almost like gray light time, mm-hmm. half hour before sunrise, I feel like you are potentially hurting your opportunity. Yeah. Um, I look at it as if I like another thing. I don't use lights coming in. I never um, do either. The only time I'll turn a red light on is when I get to the desired area, trying to f- pick the exact tree. And then once I'm up, I'll use it to, um, like in my pack just to get everything I need mm-hmm. situated. Um, but part of the reason I don't use a light is because when I'm coming in that early, if they can only associate the sound of me moving through the woods, it's up for debate on if it was a squirrel, was it a raccoon, was it a coyote, was it a human, another deer, a bear, you Mm -hmm. don't know. Yeah. Um, and if you just move through and it's just the sound of something quietly moving through the woods. Yeah. Um, with no light or anything like that, no metal clanging, it was just something moving through, you know, hours before the sun comes up, I think it... Nobody cares. It's advantageous to you because, yeah, it lets everything calm down. Nothing is startled by it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another reason or part of my strategy early season is no lights, getting in super early and trying to intercept them on deer trails Mm -hmm. um, closer to the food than the bedding. Mm -hmm. Um, Now for my evening sits, I will sometimes sit food plots, Um, but that's because, um, deer typically like they move into the food plots. Like it seems like right before dark Yeah. and it's, it's either going to happen or it's not. I I mean, Mm -hmm. like I, I, most of our food plots, Tom will say like, and you've seen they're pretty small plots. Yeah. And it's not like you're hunting a 30 acre bean field. You're hunting a kill plot. Yeah. And even though like some of them, it's maybe a small plot, but you can see a great distance from like around that food plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but evenings I do like, um, sitting those field edges or food plot edges because the deer are already in the timber and I've, you know, got caught with my pants down trying to get too close mm-hmm. and busting stuff up. So that's yeah. why like in the evenings I will sit closer to the edge of the woods or the food plot just because I don't want to screw anything up. I would rather see a deer that I can't shoot than screw up an opportunity that you could have later in the season. Yeah. So that's my approach. And I've never killed anything in November. It's always been October 
I had one on Halloween, and everything else has been prior to October 20th. I don't think I've ever killed a November deer either in archery. Uh, I'm always like from the 20th to the 31st. That's that's my wheelhouse. But it's kind of funny, though, that, that like most of mine are October to or like the beginning of the season to the 20th. Yours is like that pre-rut right time, middle, yeah. and Tom's our rut guy. Yeah. Like Tom's killed a lot of November bucks. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it, it's interesting that like – the three of us all hunt a little differently. It all works for us at different times. Different times, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that is cool that we each have our little wheelhouse, and it's different for all of us. Yeah, and the only, r- rarely do we kill outside of it. The only thing that bothers me about that with myself is I do pretty well with it now, but I used to get like nervous the later I got into the season, mm-hmm. knowing that like statistically. I shoot her. I shoot early season, yeah. and but like I know that the rut's a great time to be in the woods. Yeah, um, and it's I, just I've, a ment- mental thing for you. It's a, it's a mental block, and I, and it doesn't really bother me as much. Mm-hmm. Like you know, when I was eighteen, nineteen, I think it did mess with my head a little bit, but mm-hmm. not obviously not to the point where I wouldn't hunt or anything. Yeah. I'm still enjoying myself, mm-hmm. but it was just a thought that prop, popped into my head. Like the further I get into the season, the less chance statistically i have yeah um, given your past experience yeah See, the way i look at it is i know i'm gonna shoot a buck this year so the more days i spend in the woods without doing it going up i know every time. my chances are going up and up every time because sooner or later it's gonna happen it's a good way to look and at there's it. fewer yeah. days for it to happen so shooting opening days kind of like a it's like a double-edged sword mm-hmm. like yeah it feels great you feel like an absolute badass being like the first guy to text around like, yep, I got a got buck. Got him down. Got a buck. What's up? And you that's know. when you shoot the big, fat 200-pounders like covered in body fat. Oh, yeah. Slobs. Oh, my God. We were just slicing fat off my the one I shot behind Granddad's uh, a few years back. I mean, it, it looked like a pig. Yeah. Like, there was, like it was, You pull the hide off and you don't even see any red meat. It's just all white. All white, nasty. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, big boys. They don't stink, though. No. no, taste delicious. They all taste delicious, but yeah, um, yeah. That's really it for me for like early season. I, I don't, um, I don't get too crazy with um, like wild tactics by any means. Like I, no, I, I take it pretty simple. Yeah, in the and, beginning of the season. And I also, early season isn't usually a time for me to explore. I guess I should say that too. Um, like I am mobile, but I find myself the first couple the weeks going back to places I have history with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that may be the wrong approach, but that's just what's worked for me. I save my exploring and finding new places for like end of October into November. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I like, I don't like to explore when deer are laying down and, I don't know exactly where they are. I have an mm-hmm. idea of where they should be or where I think they should be. Um, so I don't like just marching in there and exploring around mm-hmm. when it's November. I mean, they could be anywhere. They could anytime, be anywhere, anyway. anytime. And if they're chasing a doe, there's a good chance that they'll never even see you if you're walking through. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, that's just my theory. That's typically on it. when I, I do my exploring later. And that's probably why you and I have more success early is because <laughs> we stick to maybe what we not know. we stick to what we know early season yeah exactly i i do a little bit of moving around but like you said i find myself going back to my familiar spots in that wheelhouse time that i usually kill because i know 
the deer are using these areas. Historically, at, this is where I've at killed. These two weeks of the season, I've always seen nice bucks in these areas here, and I know how to hunt them very efficiently in that time. So that's probably why we continue to be successful in that time because we go to those places that we have history with. Yeah, and I, I could easily put stands there, um, but I don't like ladder stands for archery season i just i feel like i'm on a telephone pole it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what tree i'm in if there's a ladder connecting the platform to the ground i just do not feel hidden mm-hmm. um so i prefer to carry a stand and sticks in um it's comfortable for me and i can tuck myself into places that i do feel hidden and mm-hmm. stealthy and like a ninja if you like will a ninja yeah you like haru <laughs> yeah it's pretty much it the great white ninja haru Maybe that's that should be my uh, my new nickname for yeah for deer season. It's, I'm only going to be referred to it or respond to Haru. Yeah, if anyone from calls October you. until the end of muzzleloader, I will be Haru. Perfect. <laughs> Glad we figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess on that note, unless you guys have any last um, Tommy, anything that you're gonna do to change your statistics to kill early season this year or? yeah I, like i said i'm gonna go i'm going in the bedroom i'm gonna shoot one yeah that's definitely out of character for you i hope that works. definitely i really hope in, that pans out i'm excited personally I don't know if it will because realistically i am gonna have about three chances mm-hmm. and i have three saturdays for a north wind so um personally like if you didn't have um that creek to access that i would not advise doing what you're doing uh, I don't think that there would be I, a I mean, good way of attacking it. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, obviously, Tom can do what he wants. He obviously does well. Um, but like me personally, if there wasn't that ability to use water to get in there, um, it would make my decision to go in there early season a lot more difficult. Like mm-hmm. the risk versus reward. Would but be, I, I truly yeah. believe with the wind in your face walking that water, I don't think that you're going to booger anything up. You can be quiet. Cause you're in the water. Um, you're not leaving any scent trail because like washing away, washing away. Um, and the stands already there. Mm-hmm. That's an, like, he literally, you it's like, jump right it's in. like two steps and you are in the tree. Yeah. You're not so. setting up sticks and a platform. You're already good to go. So I think it's going to be a good move for you. And I hope, I hope it works. Um, too. I'm pretty sure the big deer I saw a couple times last year, I saw him twice come out of, where this stand is mm-hmm. so maybe that should be our goals for this year kill outside of our wheelhouse so tom will get early i'll get late nick will get middle there you have it folks write <laughs> <laughs> it in right in your schedule yeah um i guess uh on that note we'll wrap things up uh, tom and i you know we're still getting ready for season you know um went and got Couple arrows cut. I had some stuff refletched. Nice. Um, you know, it's just these the little things, or you know, got to got to get them done. Um, I've been shooting the past few days. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's been it's been, been wild. Uh, I took like I said this already, but like two three months off from shooting. Um, I put a hole in one of my fletchings, and. Had to go get that replaced. I, I guess I didn't realize how simple doing that is. I, I probably mm-hmm. if I got the that little tool, I could probably we have one. Oh yeah, well, yeah, look at that. it's not hard to do. Um, so I'm thinking now that I know that I might just get a 
pack of fletchings and yeah. go to go hog wild with it. Do it. So, but yeah, other than that, um, I hope you guys are getting excited for the season as much as we are. Um, and whatever you're doing, just make sure you guys are all still getting outside.